The following is an RED Podcast Network production. You can find this and other great RED Podcast Network shows on redpodcastnetwork.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. Better than beer? Can it be? I love that. I love craft beer. Beer. Sparkling. Golden. Pure. A beverage as old as history. I am passionate about craft beer. Craft brewing is innovation. Independence. Curiosity. Collaboration. Character. And this is the craft beer evolution. Beer snob like a mother. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to the 2014 Year in Review from the Irish Beer Snob Podcast. Here with me this evening, as always, my darling wife, Janice. Say hi, Janice. Hi, guys. How are you all? So here we are. We're a few days before the big day, Christmas, Turkey Day, days of family, but also beer and food and totally taking on too much of everything that we enjoy. Um, Just thought it'd be a fun thing to do, to do a, a kind of look back on what year 2014 has been. There's been some amazing highs, some amazing beers, and some amazing experiences that we just want to share with you. Um, obviously, thanks to everyone who got in touch with their kind of nominations and things, and thank you all for listening. And shame on you who didn't. Yeah, uh, we do apologise for the delays in between episode four and five. Um, in the meantime, we have been busy doing other things, uh, you know, mainly uh, festival and things. But we'll cover a lot of those off. Now, it's going to follow a similar format to the Golden Pints, Anyone who's not familiar with that, it's kind of something that the blogging community do once a year. It's where they pick the favourite beer, whether it's in draft, a cask, bottle or can, favourite pub, favourite off-licence, favourite experience. Um, like It's kind of based on that, so we're going to follow a bit of a format. Now, um, I have some really good ones, Janice has some really good ones, but everyone's going to have their own favourites, and we're just going to share ours with you tonight. So we're just going to have a couple of beers while we're doing this. Janice, what are you drinking today? I'm current. I my well for the podcast that's in it. I went for Brewdog Santa Paws. Santa Paws. Well, it had to be done. It's Christmas. I'm just going with a Dead Pony Club. Just nice, easing myself in for the evening. Um, I suppose we're going to start off with the best Irish beer category. Now, I read something today that we're now at 70 microbreweries in Ireland. What? Which is a massive number. Um, not all of them are producing yet, a lot being brewed under contract. But there has been some absolutely standout beers, not just from the guys who are established, but some of the new guys that have come in have really kind of shaken the shaken the trees to kind of let themselves be noticed. Um, obviously, the Irish Craft Beer Festival was one of those major areas where we saw, saw that. Now, I'm going to kind of... It's nearly impossible to pick a best beer for me. Um, I know people are going to go, you're totally bottling it. Am I bottling it? <laughs> but I think the thing would be that I've had so many good beers and a lot of beers for me, depending on my mood, on the on the time and day I'm drinking them. Um, so without further ado, um, Janice, do you want to kind of tell us what your favourite is? My favourite Irish on draft has been Bo Bristles Imperial Red. That Imperial Red Monster. Yeah, yeah, it's just delicious. I loved everything about it. It just, I just wanted to go back for more all the time. Yeah, and you know, again, we know Dave and, and Andy and Bo Bristle quite well, and you know, it's really outside their usual beers, but it was a cracker of a festival special, and it was very well received. I really enjoyed that beer at the festival itself, and also when we found it on 
kegs around Dublin as well when there was a few left over. And at our own little festival. Yeah, and he also brought a keg with him to the Smith Beer Festival back, when was that, in September? Yeah. So, Bob Russell's, uh Imperial Red Ale was fantastic. What about yours? What's, what's yours? Oh, it's so hard to choose. Um, if I could drink an Irish beer at any time now and it was going to be available all the time, I think Full Irish by 8 Degrees has been my favourite this year. It would, it, you know, had it first when it first came out, I think it was it late April, May. Just a fantastic beer, hot to hell. And then its big brother came out there recently, the Double Irish. Yeah, that was amazing. That's, that's an amazing Imperial IPA. My opinion, it is slightly better than Off Foam and Fury. Wind hands down for me. There's going to be a lot of people going, oh my god, heretic! But then, you know, White Hag came along to the festival and launched with some amazing beers and that Imperial, Russian Imperial style. But the then we bar. do all know how my love for Foam and Fury as well, that I that was always my end of night beer. But I have to say, the 8 Degrees Double Irish now wins, has, yeah, taken, it, has taken that crown for me. It's a great beer and, you know, like, that's not, Foam and Fury is still a fantastic beer, extremely well made, hoppy, double IPA, everything you want in it. But I just think for me, like if I was going back and, you know, being told you can only drink one type of beer and the only type of beer you're being allowed to drink is full Irish, I'd be very happy with that. Um, Like, again, the distributors in this country have been working their tails off to bring us some of the best beers from the UK and the States in particular. Um, You know, had some fantastic beers, Um, you know, like... Obviously, Four Corners bringing in the Brewdog stuff and, you know, the, the people bringing in, you know, the Beaver Town beers. And there's just so much choice now. It's it's actually getting really, really difficult when you're going out to choose a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what's your favourite of the UK and imported stuff on draft that you've had so far this year? Oh, um... On draft... I'd probably say Gamma Ray. Yeah, Gamma Ray is my favourite. Gamma Ray on draft. Yeah. Superb beer. Absolutely superb. It seems to shine in draft and cans. Not so much in bottles. It's still great. It's just not as, I don't know, vibrant. What if, if I was in a pub and I saw it in cans and bottles, I'd, I'd immediately go for the can. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, the hot and the smell and everything, the aroma that hits you when you open it as well. The whole experience of the can for me is a lot better than the bottle. Yeah, so like if we kind of look at some of some of our listeners and friends' um, favorite beers, like Ian of eleven pm has kind of said his favorite Irish beer was Goodbye Blue Monday by um, Galway Bay, which was a collaboration brew with an American brewery. Um, and you know, a lot of people have said Goodbye Blue Monday. Now, I like it. But I still prefer the full Irish. But that's just me. Everyone's got slightly different taste. I suppose my favourite beer that I've had on on draft over here that's been imported in is probably the Cannonball by Magic Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, being for, living in Northern England, you know Magic Rock from Huddersfield. Um, it was great to see that. Like it very very rarely comes over here, and had a couple of pints of that down in uh, Porterhouse recently, and it was in fine form. 
after you found myself and Ian had already indulged in a pint yeah. of it without you. <laughs> so I, won't, I won't forget when we were in North, North Bar in, in Leeds when we were there in the summer and we went in and I think it was half 11. First pint of the day was a, a pint of Cannonball. Yeah. And the first thing the barmaid said to me was, uh, you know, 7.5%. Sure? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's all right, love, I'm Irish, it's okay. So, uh, yeah, like, you know, Cannonball, fantastic. Gamma Ray, fantastic. Um, I suppose if I was being asked what was the best international beer I had of the the previous 12 months, I think it'd have to be Black Eyed King Imp. Ooh. And I think that's actually Ian's favourite one as well. Yeah, like we all know Ian's a big brew dog whore, but you know, this is superb, oh my superb, God. superb beer. He made the most amazing brownies using that as well, yeah, there's which no... were phenomenal and they absolutely pissed all over mine. So thanks for that, Ian. Yeah, there were... Um... There's no recession in the 11 p.m. somewhere household, that's for sure, using a bottle of beer that costs the guts of 20 euro for a, a pile of brownies. But, you know, fantastic beer. It's basically Coco Psycho Imperial Stout aged in whiskey barrels. It's just amazing with cocoa nibs and fresh coffee and everything. It's just crazy. It's a crazy concept, but it's a fantastic beer. And I actually quite enjoyed it when I got to taste it, which was very, very surprising for me. Yeah, I'm just very sad that I don't have any bottles of it left and I'm trying to trawl the interwebs. Hint, so, hint. So if anyone can hook me up with some Black Eyed King Imp, I'd be eternally grateful. Now we're kind of coming on to best bottle, best can of beer. Um had some great you know bottled beer is you know you'll most of the time it'll be bottled but i've had some great cans didn't you have a really nice can when we were in leeds in the Brewdog bar yes um good night by oscar blues their imperial oh, red yes, yes. um lovely beer speaking of imperial reds Bo bristles imperial red was quite close to good night in mm. its flavor and just an amazing heavy malty hoppy monster of a beer well worth i think it was eight pound that's just the dog walking around again um we really should tranquilize her i think when we're doing the podcast so the prevention for animal cruelty people we are only joking um but the gamma ray and any of the beaver town stuff in cans the neck oil um the black betty fantastic you, you get a lot more i think when you open the can you get the spray of kind of hops and um, the aroma just hits your face straight away Speaking of cans, though, it'll be very exciting when Metal Man have their can. Yeah, the first around. first Irish brewery, um, currently prototyping and testing beers. We've had the prototype amber. Yeah, that's going to be so exciting when that actually yeah, is Yeah, can't wait. So released. fair play, Tim and Gron. You yeah. can't wait to see early in the new year if you want to send me up some for a taste. We'll be more than happy to be <laughs> guinea pigs. Be delighted. Um, I suppose, you know, what's your favourite can or bottle that you had this year? Well, as mentioned previously, it has to be Gamma Ray. Gamma Ray yeah. was just phenomenal in can. Yeah, and it's, it's quite available now um, compared to what it used to be. And I do see Gamma Ray popping up in, in other people's favourite beers, even for 2014. Now, cask. Ah, brew brewery. Come on, like, automail. Automail. Yeah. Superb. Yeah. Um, that was just delish. Lovely spiced ale made with locally grown pumpkins. <clears throat> really, really good. Um, great on cask. They had it on cask at the RDS festival. Yeah, and it was amazing. But we've we've also then... been lucky to try during straight out of the tank as well. <laughs> um, so that kind of really really spoiled having them guys so close. But and we... then the only other one I think I ever really had this year or enjoy, enjoyed was from. Stone Barrel. Day tripping. Yeah. Yeah, superb pale ale. It was excellent on draft. It was one of the 
one of those sleeper hits I thought of the RDS festival and mm. as we've said it to the boys that they need to keep that one coming keep that coming because definitely. it's absolutely superb like speaking of brew you know we we were fortunate enough to have both the Rua and the Dove and their IPA on on cask at the various stages throughout this yeah. year every one of their beers is superb Amazing. on cask um it, it you know it would be great to see more of them on cask in Dublin so publicans of Dublin who are listening who have cask engines, get in touch with Brew Brewery and get some of their beers on cask because they are fantastic. That's a nice little segue on the pubs, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, we're rattling well through this. We'll be done in 10 <laughs> minutes, guys. This will be the shortest podcast ever. So what is has been your favourite pub, Wayne? Well, I think for us, I think for me, I have to break it into two things. Like, I have to break it into the pubs in the city and the pubs out. Cop out. Outside the country. Cop out. You just uh, don't want to disappoint people. You know me. I don't like disappointing people. Like, Brewdock is like a second home. You know, if if you don't know where I am, you'll probably find me in there. <laughs> um, it's convenient to the bus station. The guys in there are just fantastic. The yeah. choice of beer is amazing. Um, they always have cask on. They always have a stupid range of beer, even bottled beer. And, you know, it, it's just a great pub. I think certain other pubs have started to up their game, though. Like, I think the Norseman has always been a really good pub. I quite like the Norseman, yeah. But I, their new, I think their new website sends them over the edge. Um, anyone who's not seen the Norseman's new website, it's it's absolutely amazing. They have a, a beer list on their website that not only has the price of the beer, the size of the serving, also tells you the brewer, where they're from, a link to the untapped ratings, and also the rate beer ratings. That's brilliant. So it's it's way ahead of any other pub. Um, the I only, am guilty of not seeing that new website. The only thing, well, check it out when you have a chance. The only thing I would say is if you've gone to all that effort for the for the website, I would replicate the pricing inside because sometimes we got caught out there recently with the eight degree specials on the price side. Yeah, but you know, just man, check that out. you know, every other pub that sells a range of craft beer always has a price in big 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 visible things and that's, that's that's the thing for pubs in general i think you could they could do a lot more to tell us how much we're about to pay for a beer rather than get the smelling salts ready and see what happens or get the get the debit card out to pay well, my favorite bar is a little bit closer to home and it's our local smith's on the square in avon smith's on the square in that's avon, okay. become my little my favorite little place to go now well you know what i think as with any pub, it's the people that are in there that make it. Yeah. Arthur is fantastic. He obviously supported us for our first festival earlier this year. He was a fantastic host. Even last night when I called in to say hi, he was great and in full in full of the crack and looking forward to Christmas and everything. I would give... I, I, I'm not going to pick favourites. I'm totally wimping out of this one. But Smith's Navin is one of my favourite pubs. A pub we only got introduced to recently would have been PJ Kavanagh's down in Port Leash. Yeah. A shining a light in the darkness yeah. of, of the Midlands in terms well, of craft beer. Well, then if we're going beer. to be going there, the other one was that I would recommend people go to if you're local to it is the Oarsman down in Carrick and Shannon. Carrick and Shannon. That's a an, an, another pub that's leading the way in... in Beer and food, and they've just got the right idea, and they don't rip you off either, which is, you know, obviously a really big thing um, for me. You know, like the the guys in the Osman looked after us really well when we were down there. But we're not only the only people who love Brewdock. There's a lot of people out there who um, 
have voted it their best bar as well. And one of those is Breffney. He has chosen Brewdock as his best bar. And from the same group, Ian has chosen Against the Grain. As yeah. his favourite. Yeah, I think Brian Condren is also like ourselves. He's regularly on public transport, so the Brewdock is a very handy pub for that. Um, I think, you know, it's... Galway Bay know what they're doing in terms of pubs. They've just announced that they've op- they're going to be opening a pub in Limerick. Um, was the Crafty the Fox? Crafty Fox, yeah, we, so, we had been in there plenty of times. When interesting, we've been in interesting, and if an, if anyone can make it work, they can. Good little spot. But at the end of the day, you know, there's so many good pubs, like even Franciscan Well, when we're down in Cork, the yeah. Beer House. Um, oh, the Beer House is so much fun. Yeah, we're in Kinsale, is there as well? The Folk House, is it? The Folk House of Kinsale. You know, That's there's one some we quite enjoyed. unbelievable pubs, and we've not even really scratched the surface in Galway. Um, so, I don't think we even made it to Galway this year. No, we didn't, and poor Alan is probably cutting us off the Christmas card That's what list. he gets for leaving us. As we speak. But I suppose, like, you know, it's Ireland is famous for pubs. There are a lot of really, really, really good pubs. The Norseman... It's every time anyone asks me what pub should I go to if I'm visiting Dublin, the Norseman is always I still there. find it so difficult to refer to it as the Norseman. Yeah, um, the Norseman slash Farringtons. Don't forget we've got Sweetman. Sweetman's on the keys. Mm. You know, you've obviously got the likes of Cassidy's and um, what's the other one, P-Max, um, up on Stevens, just off Stevens Green. There's so many really good pubs now in Dublin City Centre that, you know, it's very easy to direct people where to go based on what they like. But I suppose it's an experience going to the pub. You know, we do that really well in Ireland, generally speaking. Too well. Uh, it makes you not want to leave. But I suppose talking about other experiences related to beer, what things have you have you done this year that you've really enjoyed that have not necessarily been going to a pub and having a few jazz? Well, I have to say one of my highlights would have been uh, the couple of opportunities that I've had to go to Brews We Plate events where they have cooked food to match half beers. Now, we've been to a couple this year, yeah. um, and the the breweries they've used was Dungarvan. Um, what were the other ones? Oh, dear. <laughs> um, they had oh, Dungarvan they had... and their brown paper bag project yeah. was the other one we went to, yeah. and also White Gypsy at the beginning of the year as well. White Gypsy. Um, and uh, was, what they was the did the Rascals launch as well. The very first one was White Gypsy, Upstairs and Cassidy's, yeah. yeah. Um, if anyone doesn't know Brews We Play, they're on Twitter at Brews We Play. Um, Eric Hellig is an amazing chef. Eric and um, Flo, they Eric make such Flo. a great, great team. team. It's just brilliant to see. What great they experience. do is amazing. The food is like stuff you've never even tasted before. I had a chicken heart, for God's sake. <laughs> a chicken heart, and it was delicious. Yeah, you'd usually be quite squeamish on that stuff. But I suppose the, um, the Brews We Play... It's always what I'm happy on about beer and food, beer and food, and Eric and Flo just bring it to a totally another level. They choose the food around the beer, not the other way around, which is a really, really amazing way of They've doing things. They've done eight degrees as well, which I'm raging I missed. Yeah, and I think they just did Kinniger. Kinniger as, as well, as yeah. well. Um, Next year, do brew brewery, please. <laughs> um, yeah, we've really, really been spoiled with, with that. Um, like one of my highlights of 2014 was, well, I have a load of highlights of 2014 and my highlight was my trip to Brewdog. Of course it was. 
Um, I wasn't there. 24 hours away from the ball and chain. Uh, attached to another. Attached to another one. But um, an unbelievable experience getting to see the scale of Brewdog's operation, <coughs> meeting a lot of their staff, their brewers, and seeing their level of enthusiasm. I've already podcasted about this. I don't need to go on about it again. But it was also great because I got to meet Steve from the Beer O'Clock Show, Rob from Hop Scene, Johnny from the Craft Beer Channel. I got to meet a lot of really cool people that I've, I've read and watched for a long period of time. Um, the Beyond Number One Brew Day down in Blacksburg Sale was also an unbelievably good experience. Um wasn't feeling too well the next day, but it mm-hmm. was a good one. Oh, that's when you came back with your face black and blue. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> in a punch-up. Um, just a bad reaction to something. Beer Bloggers Conference 2014 was really good again. Another experience that Janice didn't get. Um, you might be noticing a trend. Uh, beer Bloggers, European Beer Bloggers Conference was in Dublin this year, and we got to see some amazing sites. We got... Really well looked after by the the title sponsors. At least I'll get a taste of that next year. Yeah, like it's in Brussels next year, so we've got that to look forward to and, you know, hopefully plan our summer holidays around a European road trip, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, All Tech Festival last year was really good. That was fun. Um, not only because the festival itself was really good, but I got to do some of the, the workshops and things upstairs, which were really interesting. Um, what about your... The um, Irish Craft Beer and Cider Festival. How could we forget about that? Oh, that was fun. Being crowned Queen of the Beards. That Queen was fun. of the Beards. Yeah, There's that was great, really fun. There is a great picture there on, on the blog, actually, of the two of us. And Janice is wearing it, her beard, just in case there's any confusion. But then we were at the... We had a festival in Brew Brewery earlier on this year for the launch of the uh, Lakela Festival back in August. Was that August? August Bank Holiday, July? That's when the festival was, but I think the event was, was it not in June or July? Yeah, and then we had the Dublin Beer Ladies Day out there as well for the brew brewery tour. That was fun. Yeah. Um, I must say that was really good use of the brewery space because it's, it's quite a big unit. And the fact that they were able to kind of set up bands on the lights. Oh, I thought and, it was a brilliant you know, idea. The food was really good. Copper and Spices provided the food, wasn't it? Curries. Yeah, it was a, yeah. Chicken tikka masala. Yeah. Um, really tasty. Um I suppose the when I was on my friend's stag party in York, we went and did the York Brewery tour. Um, again, Don't forget about our little uh, our little brewery hopping trip in Leeds. Yeah, that's another thing. Again, it was through Sam, who was a guy who attended at the uh, European Beer Bloggers. He arranged us, and we got to meet some great people. We got to yeah. meet Luke from Ilkley, Tyler from Wharf Bank, and I can't remember the gentleman name from Wharfdale. Was it Stuart? Stuart. Um, in the Flying Duck in Ilkley. Yeah. Lovely little pub, really traditional. Um, and it was really interesting to learn <clears> that in West Yorkshire, there's 70-odd craft breweries. Yeah, that was Which amazing. is, you know, West Yorkshire have a population around the size of Ireland, so it was really interesting to see how many breweries were there. Again, a personal highlight as well for me was actually doing the Kilconomics Festival. Oh, yeah. Um, again, <laughs> another thing Janice wasn't at. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, it was great to be on the same panel as such esteemed brewers as Kulan from White Gypsy and Seamus and then Brendan the Economist and good old Carl Spain was breaking everyone's balls all the way through, um, which was good. Um, you know, fantastic year. 2015 is going to have to go somewhere to be, beat those experiences. Well, another thing that's crept into my mind there now, bringing it back to the whole beer and food thing is my love of baking brownies now with different Irish craft beer porters and stouts. 
Yeah, yeah. Like you and know, they've become Twitter famous. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you've done one for every. I've done one for every major event that we were at. So I've done one for the Kentucky launch. I did them with the Kentucky Barrel Aged Stout. Yeah. I've done it for Brewdog. I did it for the Brewdog thing. Oh yes, and Johnny from Brewdog got to taste yeah, them as whoop well. Whoop. So yeah, the Janice's brownies <clears throat> are famous. Um, the recipe. It's actually from Slauncha. Yeah, and you know that that's actually a real highlight for me in the sense of in a in a year when beer geeks seem to be taken over, Caroline and Kristen have really broken it down, and it's for Made anyone it who so even has a mild to... interest in in the subject, it's so approachable, easy to understand, not jargony. No. You know, it's great. I really loved it. Um, you know, like also. Da- Olin, Dan Kelly's, we got to go around the orchard over in Drada during the summer. That was class. So, again, like this blogging lark is, it's almost like a full-time job, but it's way more, way much more fun. Mm. <laughs> um, I, God, I, I think I'm running out of things. Was the Franciscan Well Cask Festival in February? Yeah, that was good fun as well. Um, well, I know we did, we definitely did that, and that was good fun, and were we somewhere else in April? I can't remember. But, like, it's no no need no by no way an exhaustive list of the things we've done. We've had a fantastic twenty fourteen. Um goes without saying, we've made some great friends. Yeah. We've made met some great people, mm-hmm. we've talked to great people, we've had beer with great people and you know, just everyone in the space is so interested in getting along, having having fun and more importantly producing great beer and we're, mm-hmm. we're really seeing that now. I suppose Beer at home and beer at the pub, but it's all, it's all, it's all like very different, very different surroundings. Like I love my stash of beer at home. Yeah, <laughs> but you can't beat being out for a drink sometimes. But there's you some... can't beat the atmosphere of the pub, though. No. Being there with your friends and everything, you just can't beat that. Yeah, and you know, like I really do think that a lot of off licenses now are improving so so quickly. Like and there's a off lot... licenses actually, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of them even in Dublin that'd be all online that I've I'm ashamed to say I've never actually ordered anything off because usually I can't, I'm like a home bird. I I deal with the same two or three people all the time. Mm. You know, I deal with Drink Star a fair bit, I deal with Rodney in the Winehouse and Trim, Arthur in Smiths and Square has an off license there. But we get our growlers from Carry Out and Terrellstown. Yeah. That's a major innovation. And see the second one's gone into Bagger Street Wines yeah, down in town. Yeah, I that. That would so, be probably handier. Really good. be great now to see a couple of pubs bring it in. Ooh. You know, could they tempt Potterhouse maybe to have it in? Ooh. You know. Well, it, uh, Probus. Ne- never forget Probus as well. It's like one that, of the, That's a cracking little spot. One of the best nights of the year was actually the table quiz that Owen put on for the that rugby. That was brilliant. With, with 11pm somewhere. That yeah. was great night. Yeah, absolutely great night. We drank way too much, but it was always too too much fun. I think I think like just looking at some of people's other highlights, you know, we're seeing a lot of commonalities. White Hag have been mentioned a number of times. Eight Degrees, Scoway Bay, um, you know, we're seeing some fantastic things coming out of all these com- mm, but companies. But not even just different beers, but even um, awards that people have won. Like recently, look at James from the Vanguard Collective. Yeah. And 
Brew Brewery, they won an award as well this yeah. year also. Yeah, best small business in Meath, yeah. best food business in Meath. And, you know, again, fantastic achievement for the two lads because they put a lot of graft into that. I suppose we can't really talk about 2014 without talking about our two festivals that we've done um, yeah. this year. We've done them in bo- both in pubs that would not be mainly craft beer, would be fair to say. That's fair to say, yeah. Yeah. That's fair to say. And... We've been fortunate enough that both of these areas, pubs, have had some fantastic outdoor areas for us to stage these events. Yeah. Um, the most recent one, like back in the end of the summer, September, we had one in Smithson Square. Um, we, I've already blogged about that, don't that need was, to rehash yeah, that. That was so much fun. Didn't really kind of get a chance to do a summary or a review of the Caverners Festival. Now, Caverners... On, that, was, that was some crack. <laughs> Caverners on the main street in Port Leash oh, is a cracking pub. Five o'clock when we finished up. Yeah, it was very late, and the long drive home the next day was not much fun. But the thing was, Cav- <laughs> there you go, Penny. PJ in Kavanaugh's has, he's the only pub in the town that has craft beer on draft. Um, James from Vanguard supplies him with eight degrees in it and a couple of other beers. And then it was also a fantastic launch night for um, oh, 12, 12 acres. acres. So Paddy and the team there. We're all, you know, doing really well. Launched their beer. They went through three kegs and ended up having to run over to Egan's oh, to pick yeah, up more bottles. Um, but it's just one of those things where they've had an absolute great event. Christie's have also launched. Rob, who brewed the beer in uh, Brew Brewery and Trim. That's a really lovely lager. Um, yeah, and we obviously had James from Vanguard. Dave from Bow Bristle was there. And obviously Declan from White Gypsy. So again, it was another small event. Um, where we actually got people together to try craft beer. It was a launch night for two local breweries. And, you know, it was just a real, I think, a natural feel to the overall proceedings. But really, you know, if anyone wants to talk to us about maybe looking at running a similar event in their locality, get in touch. Our details are on the podcast. It's irishbeersnob at gmail.com, irishbeersnob.com, at irishbeersnob on Twitter. Um, We'd be more than happy to talk to you. We, you don't have to have 25 different craft beers. We, we made it work with five different yeah, breweries. and that's all we need. But we just need the space, and, you know, if you're interested, let us know, and we can come down and have a chat. Um, well, that's really it, I think, for the, the summary of 2014, 2015. I look forward to as we... Bigger and better year. Look forward to a bigger and better year, and all Lots tech is the big event. things to happen. Yeah, we've got... Beer O'Clock Steve is coming I over in January. I can't believe we're rounding up this show without even mentioning our homebrew club. Shocker. Shame on you, Wayne Dunn. Well, if you see, that's why you're here, to remind me yes. of the stuff I missed. We, we set up the first um, homebrew club in Mead, and we have based it in Smith's on the Square in Navan. Um, Arthur has been a very good host to us there, and we've enjoyed some cracking beers. Some of the beers the guys brought along have been absolutely outstanding and they've been so much fun. Yeah, Royal County Brewers is the name of our homebrew club and anyone who's interested, royalcountybrewers at gmail.com is the email address. We also have a forum on the National Homebrew Club website. So it's really 
a place for everyone. We've got real mixed abilities. We've got some all grain brewers, John, who's made some fantastic brews. Mm. Luke, who has the home brew shop down in Kells. Make your own wine. Uh, make your own wine. And, you know, everyone's welcome, whether you brew kits or you don't brew at all and you just want to know what it's all about. We meet on the first Wednesday of every month in Smiths on Square in Navan. And we're hoping to have a brew day at the end of January. Um, which I can't make. Wow! You know, which is, you know, it'll be a bit of fun. Hoping to brew an Irish red ale or is it a stout for Paddy's Day? But we've had a fantastic year, onwards and upwards. 2015 is going to be a great year. If there's any feedback, suggestions for content or anything you think you might li- like to listen to us wobble on about, just get in touch. Drop us a tweet, Mrs. Yeah. Beer Snob and at Irish Beer Snob. Yeah. Merry Christmas, else. everybody. Merry Christmas to you and yours, our season's greetings, or for whatever denomination. <laughs> or however you celebrate, happy yeah. whatever it so is. So have a great year. Remember, it's all about the good beer and having fun, and it's all about friends and family and at the end of the day. And if you see us in Brewdog, come over and say cheers. Exactly. Cheers to everyone. The Irish Craft Beer subreddit is the best way to keep pace with all the latest news, views, reviews, and interviews relating to the Irish Craft Beer scene. Check out this subreddit at www.reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Irish Craft Beer and join the revolution.